Janet Zuccarini runs the Gusto 54 restaurant group. Brilliant, brilliant restaurateur and entrepreneur, um, homegrown in Toronto. And we talk about the restaurant industry. Has it bounced back like some have said? Has it struggled unnecessarily like we thought? Remember where we were at the start of the year? Lockdowns and limited capacity and still had empty hockey arenas and basketball arenas. Gyms were closed up. Like We've come a long way. Where does the hospitality industry need to go to bounce fully back in 2023? And can they get the right workers to help them do that? An extended chat with Janet from Toronto Today. This is a podcast extra. So we extended out the bit we played on the air and had a longer conversation about it with a little more depth. First of all, thanks so much for the time. Uh, you're very busy. Uh, you're opening places, sustaining places. This is a busy time as well. Uh, New Year's Eve's a major, major restaurant week and a restaurant night uh, for people to celebrate. Um, I, I, I bring I bring all this up because I, I think most people, maybe they're under the impression that the restaurant industry roared back to a high level of success, Janet, but I'm, I'm sure over the last 12 months, still some growing pains and still some, some developing in that capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, for sure people are back with a vengeance wanting to get out there and live again. Mm -hmm. And as we see, uh, you know, people are traveling. Uh, if you, if you go to any places like, uh, I, I was in Rome this past summer and I mean, it was just packed. Everyone wants to get out and get back to living and restaurants being part of that experience. So we find that there's no shortage of people wanting to come out to the restaurants. Our main issue over the last year has been finding people to hire and it's been a mass exodus in hospitality, uh, globally. And I spoke to people when I was in Italy, I spoke to restaurateurs in Italy, same issues all over the world. And that's been a huge problem. So most of my restaurants in Toronto are open lunch and dinner seven days a week. We're still not back opened seven days a week, lunch and dinner for most of the restaurants. That's been the problem, which is so frustrating. When you lose or somebody comes to you and you're like, this is a good person, they're a quality employee. And you get to the brass tacks and the heart of the matter as, as to why they're leaving. And I'm sure, again, um, you try and convince them to say to stay. What's what's their main motivation for for getting out of something they they probably got into with a great passion for? I, you know, in hospitality for in, in North America, it's really considered a stepping stone into something else. And, and and we all know that in in Italy, it's a profession. Yeah. Uh, North America, really, the relationship in, in hospitality is this is what I'm doing on my way to being an actor or an, anything, a doctor, any other profession. And uh, with the government handing out money, uh, it was, uh, you know, convinced people to get on to their careers, go back to school. Uh, a lot of people moved back in with their parents and therefore they could save money and they got out of their kind of secondary career being hospitality and and they focused on what they wanted to um you know make their lives you know it, they're basically focusing on their careers and uh that's that's what we've seen all over the world so we're looking to hire people that have never been in the industry before uh before if you have a successful restaurant you would cherry pick resumes of people who have had a lot of experience in hospitality now we're faced with people who have never been in the industry so we're training from scratch and it is and it is what it is and we have to roll with this we can't uh pretend that uh, it it we're dealing with anything other than 
the times have changed and we have to find new ways of attracting people into the industry. Janet Zuccarini is kind enough to join us on Toronto today on 640 Toronto. Uh, she's the owner of the Gusto 54 restaurant group. You'd find their places all over Toronto and, of course, now all over the world. I'd ask you sort of that that run of the calendar around this year, last uh, this time last year, Toronto's locking down again, like right before busy Christmas shopping season, right before New Year's Eve. Um, I remember a last night out schools closed for two weeks. And I remember a last night out with friends and we're like, when can we do this again? It had to be a very, very difficult start to the year. And again, uh, a second straight calendar year where Christmas, New Year's, all these busy times for people to be out and and mixing um, wasn't to be. Yeah, we, we you know we really thought we were out of the weeds uh, last year, and mm-hmm. then when we started to go back into lockdown, I mean, you're just when you're just you know crawling out of something that was so horrible on all levels, and hospitality, one of the industries, definitely hit the hardest globally out of all industries, and you you were just feeling hopeful, and to be shut down again was. I mean, your, your your head, everyone was just spinning. We were just spinning and not knowing, you know, how we were going to survive. We were never thinking of, you know, thriving. It was always, we were, we've been in survival mode. And, and that energetically is so different from, you know, building a business and how do we get better? We're not thinking that. We're like, how do we get through this? So energetically in this industry, it has been this feeling that has been very different you know, we're at a stage right now, and I think it just turned for us, for, for within my company personally, mm-hmm. we just had a company-wide meeting two weeks ago, and we were the, the theme was, okay, we're done with survival. Now let's get to thriving. And we have to, we have to figure out. It's, it's a different landscape, and we have to figure it out, and you, you can't be a victim to this. So we're out there. We are recruiting at a high school level, at a university level, you know, programs with George Brown, we're trying to attract new people and we have to create a better workspace. We have to create something that's desirable. And that's, it is what it is. I, I, and I, I, I read an article on Axios where in DC, 48 DC restaurants shuttered in 2022, not 2020 and not 2021, but this year that was supposed to be the comeback year. So you know, your struggles are are not dissimilar to, to the entire industries. And I know how much success your places have had. But at the same time, is there one thing that you go, this was a problem? You met people still working at home, a problem, inflation, a problem, people not even getting on public transit to meet up in downtown Toronto, a problem Did they all combine to be a problem. Well, I'm going to I'm going to tell you that the, uh, the huge problem was the free money from the government, mm-hmm. which actually you look at it and was extremely helpful. But as a business person, you became lazy. You did not have to be open seven days a week, lunch and dinner. And everyone uh, survived because of free money from the government. Now, all of a sudden, you open your eyes. There's no money coming in from the government. You have no staff members. Everyone has been a mass exodus in the industry. And you're wondering why revenue is down. That's why we have to figure out, you know, I'm still in that position. We're not open seven days a week. So I've I've not been able to maximize my revenue. And, you know, to as a team, we have to figure this out. Guys, let's get open seven days a week. There's no people. Okay, we have to recruit people. What is going to attract people into the industry? You have to be problem solving right Mm -hmm. now because the industry has changed. And too bad, it's changed, so figure it out. And when people sit back and they haven't figured it out, revenue's not there, and then you shut your doors. 
in January, I, I waited tables when I was 18 at a, at a great bar in London when I went to school and, um, and I loved it, but I knew January and February, less people would come in. Tips would be a little less like we're, we're even heading into a couple months where retail feels it, restaurants feel it. And that's when everybody that there were no work from home options, everybody went into the office. Um, these are a tough couple months ahead, but you know, until almost March break or St. Patrick's day, I'd say maybe Super Bowl weekend for the sports bars does great. But to your point, the set, you know, the, the 12 hour a day, seven day a week thing is really tough in January and February for places. Yeah. You know, that's how Toronto works where you boom when the weather's nice. And that's mm -hmm. why also, if you have patio uh, on in your restaurant, then you're going to do a lot better. Torontonians, when the weather, you know, May, May 15th, and they're scrambling to get on any patio and you boom, you boom in the, in the summer, in the winter, your sales go down. And uh, that's, that's, that's a cycle. You know, I, I opened my first restaurant 26 years ago mm -hmm. and, you know, you know, the cycle and you brace yourself for a few slow months and then you boom when, when the weather's nice and that's how it goes. So, we're we're probably going to see the fallout this winter of more restaurants closing. It's you know it's very tough. We're not out of this yet. Yeah. Uh, it, what are the hopeful signs for 2023? We obviously have to ride out inflation. Every place has had uh, people are being cautious with their disposable income. Every place has had to to raise prices based on the supply chain. And food's no different. And alcohol's no different. Um, is it is it just like you you said in your company wide meeting? Is it gritting your teeth for a few months and hoping for an amazing spring and summer when we get better weather here? You know, people people do want to go out. The, the people people want to spend money. A, a lot of my restaurants and my restaurant group are more neighborhood restaurants. They're mm -hmm. a bit they're value driven, and the 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 effects of inflation hit us a little bit less than than higher end restaurants, right? In good times, people go out for pizzas, and bad times, people go out for pizzas. So we're a little bit protected, uh, you know, with the kind of restaurants uh, that I have um, in Toronto. Uh, you know, again, people want to come out. We our problem is staffing up uh, and and being open seven days a week. We we feel that we've turned a corner. Like I said, two weeks ago, yeah. we had a company-wide meeting. We, almost all the restaurants are back up to 100%, you know, operationally up to 100%. So we, we, we're we on the cusp of th thriving, although winter sales go down a little bit. But I feel spring and summer, uh, I'm feeling very optimistic. By the way, you can go to gusto54.com, find out more about where uh, Janet's places are. You're, again, generous with your time. Uh, great success story. Great Canadian success story as well. Go to that website even and, and buy a gift card. There's nothing better to me than saying uh, something you, you might use once or twice, but you're going to remember the experience. I mean, for around the house, you're going to remember the experience when someone buys you a meal to go out. Not not for takeout, not sitting in the same place where you sit uh, for you know the other 333 meals a year, but... Um, it's, it's just that experience. And we all remember those first couple meals back out after lockout or a first concert or first ball game. So I, I can't emphasize that experience enough and, and I hope people take advantage of it. Yes. So do I. <laughs> Janet, thanks again for the time and, and giving us that, uh, that, uh, look through the, uh, look through the spotlight of, uh, of, of where the industry is at. And, and I hope for a great 2023 for you. Thank you so much for you too. Thank you for having me.